If you're unfamiliar with drug addiction, or what it feels like to be an addict, or Jane's addiction, you might say, what is gonna kick tomorrow even mean? Generally, there's a song by Jane's Addiction where they say in the lyrics that the lady is gonna kick tomorrow, right? And it's a common theme among drug addicts that I've spoken to, at least, that when you're in that day, when you're in that high, the idea of getting better, getting a job, getting your life in order, all sounds good, and that sounds like what you're going to do tomorrow. But it just never seems to come, because, you know, theoretically, tomorrow never does come. And so you just continue to do the same thing every day, which is not feel well, chase drugs, feel better, say you're going to get better tomorrow, going to kick tomorrow. Little did I know that at some point in the recording of this podcast, it would turn into, I'm going to record tomorrow, because obviously that's what it has happened. I don't seem to get around to it as often or as many days as I'd like. One of the cool things that just popped on my radar is that, you know, I have another podcast called Recovery Sort Of that I do with my co-host Billy, and we had some recording that we decided not to use on recovery, sort of, because it doesn't really fit recovery. And I thought about it, and I listened to it, and I edited some of it, and I'm like, it doesn't really fit this podcast either, but this podcast is kind of just whatever the fuck I feel like doing, so I think I'm going to split it up into little mini 10-ish minute segments and put it on here just for the hell of it. So that's kind of exciting, something to look forward to. And then today we're going to talk about Crazy as automatic negative thoughts. Uh, so let's go. I'm a lazy boy, there's no doubt about it. Might take a miracle to get me started. I'm a lazy boy, there's no doubt about it. Might take a miracle to get me started. To get me started. To get me started again. To get me started. To get me started, son. You better get up. So I had to go take the licensing exam for social work a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago. I don't know. doesn't matter. And I decided I would give myself a week to prep and study for it. And I did that. And then like the day I downloaded the online, you know, information to study for it, I realized I really should have given myself like a month or more, but I knew I had a week and I knew I really wanted to, you know, do my best. I wanted to go in confident that I would pass and not have any fears of failing. It's like a 90 day wait to take it again and a couple hundred dollars for the application fees and all that. So I knuckled down, I studied this material really hard for seven days, put a lot of time into it, and felt good the morning of. I, you know, I had taken a practice test, I had gotten an 80, I'm like, alright, yeah, you know, that feels good, I, I could go in here and pass this, I'm relatively sure of that. And so I go in, you know, uh, look, I'm not one that's rattled by tests in the least, right? I'm not a, a guy who gets nervous taking tests. I generally like to go in prepared so that I don't feel real nervous, but also I'm just not intimidated by the testing environment, I guess. 
This place that I had to go to where they take your goddamn palm print electronically and ID and, you know, they might as well have taken DNA straight out of the center of my eyeball or something. I, I was not a wreck, but it was a little nerve wracking. Um, and it's like a four hour test. And so I go in, they get me set up and I'm like, my chair's creaky. I'm like, fuck, if I move too much, they're going to think I'm cheating. All those crazy Ants, automatic negative thoughts, right? Frequently is something that plagues a lot of us. And so I'm sitting there, I, I get like 10 questions in. I'm like, this does not seem like the material I studied. Relative same type of questions, but not really like the same material I studied. And then I'm thinking all these things. This would be so much easier if I was one of those people that had spent time in the you know, state government and had, you know, did child welfare. Like all these questions are about child welfare. Or all these questions are about school systems or this, that, and the other. And that's not fair and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I got about halfway in and I'm like, I really don't know if I'm going to pass this. Like I, I'm answering the best I can. I'm not really feeling very sure of all my answers or any of my answers. I have no idea. And so you finish the exam and then you got to take like this 10 question survey and then it spits out your score and it doesn't even tell you your score. It's just pass or fail. And so I, I finish, I do the survey and it pops up and says pass and I'm excited. I'm like, this was all I wanted, man. If I, you know, look, nobody's ever going to know my score. Nobody at of anywhere I apply will ever care what my score is. Nobody in the world, it's not going to be displayed on my wall. Like it's not, it doesn't matter, right? I just passed. That's all that mattered. And I got that outcome that I was really looking for. The seven days of work that I put into studying, you know, all the effort I've put in at school, it all paid off. And there it was. And so I get out of there. I'm like, I'm going to treat myself to a coffee, which I went and got a coffee and it was cold because it's, you know, COVID-19 and nobody drinks coffee all day like they used to. But whatever. And, and I'm about 20 minutes down the road away from this testing place. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what my actual grade was, right? And so they give you a piece of paper when you leave. And I saw how many I had gotten right. But I went ahead while I'm sitting at a red light, safety first. And I punched into my phone calculator to see the percentage. And it was, I think it was 84 or something. And now, here I am, 20 minutes after being exuberant about just passing, because that's all that really mattered. And I'm down on myself. And I'm like, man, I could have done better than 84. I'm disappointed. I expect to be a, a 99 social worker, not an 84 social worker. And like, thankfully today, that kind of thought doesn't take hold of me the way it used to. That stuff used to control me and grip me and inform my self-esteem and self-value and self-worth all because of just automatic negative thoughts. That doesn't matter. Like, and, and I can recognize it today and I was able to chuckle a little bit about it to myself and like, it's just never enough. And the fact of the matter is the brain is just made to think. And it just does that. It just thinks, 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 thinks until a thought comes across that catches the eye of my core belief system. And somewhere in me, there's still a core belief that says, oh, you're just not quite good enough, Jason. And 
it catches the eye when the thought like that there was probably 4800 other thoughts that passed my mind in that 20 minute drive none of them mattered because i didn't really care but it'll think enough things until one of them catches me right and so i just want to remind you today if you're having just some automatic thoughts, some stuff that doesn't make sense, some back and forth thinking where passing is good enough, but then 84 is not good enough, and I got the outcome I wanted, but now I've decided that it's not enough for the outcome I needed, and just relax. Just take a deep breath. Just breathe into yourself and know that you're enough, and all those thoughts are just thoughts, and it's okay. And hopefully that helps you on your day today. So look forward. Uh, as soon as I get some time on my hands, I'm going to get that episode edited up. And it'll be coming out in pieces. So that'll be, you know, four or five days worth of stuff. And it's not really all that informative to teach you. But I don't know. Maybe it's interesting. Have a good week.